Hey, welcome to Covenant Conversations. My name is Ethan Breeding, pastoral assistant. And I'm Jonathan Elms, pastor of Covenant Church here in Cookville, Tennessee. Jonathan and I, we started this podcast to kind of talk about our weekly events that are happening and a little bit into who we are as a church and why we do the things that we do. Today is November 16th. We're a couple of days before the great Thanksgiving feast, so we're going to be talking about that today. John Russ will be joining us in a few minutes. We'll be talking about Thanksgiving and why did we why do we do the things that we do? And why is it different this year with the pandemic and all that's going on? So we hope that um, whenever we do these podcasts, we'll be able to answer some questions, uh, kind of talk about who we are, our philosophy of ministry, certainly uh, the Lord and just uh, what he's doing in and through us. It's an exciting time. We're here with John Rust, our Director of Community Outreach. John, how are you? Doing well this morning. Can you tell us a little bit about the logistics and the plans for what's going to happen on Wednesday, November 18th, two days, our great Thanksgiving delivery. Yeah, changed from the great Thanksgiving feast to the great Thanksgiving delivery because of the pandemic. So um, between 4.30 and 5.30 this Wednesday, we're going to have a team of folks there for pickup. And so everybody who's registered for um, meals to take to other folks, we want you to come by during those times and pick those up. We'll get them ready as you come in and send you on your way with that. And then at about 5.30, a team which we've already got together is going to prepare all the meals to go out into the park. So as you guys have heard over the last few months, we've got pretty good at meal delivery out there at uh, Brookside. So we've got a team that's going to put all those together and we will go out through the park and deliver those um, uh, during that time. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be great. We're going to serve. We're going to pick up. All the meals will be hot. Yep. Uh, John, what are we serving this year? Well, not much change with that. Turkey and dressing, mashed potatoes and gravy, green beans, rolls, and then we've asked people to uh, donate cookies and brownies, and I think that we're on tap to have all of those that we need. And so that's what's going to go out to everybody. I try it'll be COVID safe. All of our volunteers will be in masks. We'll have gloves. We'll be serving some hot food. It's going to be a really uh, great event. This is uh, one of my favorite events that we ever do. And I was a little sad when the pandemic started ramping up this fall that um, we wouldn't be able to do it. But I think this is going to be a good alternative. We'll still get to serve. We'll still get to uh, see our folks. And we'll still get to just have a great time. Also, here's why. When we get going, and yeah. like Don Lordo is killing it on the drums, yes. and I don't know who else, Jacob, Jacob Burgess, killing yes. it on the bass. We got Christmas lights everywhere. Yes, pray it's cold. Yes, it kind of kicks off Ethan's like holiday spirit. Yeah, it is the best dressing I have the entire season. <laughs> Do not tell my mother-in-law, but it's killing. Okay, I, I don't it. really like dressing. I love it, um, but more I for just me. it kicks it off. It's, yeah. You know, I think it's flurried before. I just get into the... I kind of skip over Thanksgiving after this, and I'm ready mm-hmm. for Christmas, because they're just playing these jazzy Christmas tunes. I love it. It's so fun. John, what's I, your favorite part? I think I love walking in and seeing everyone back there behind the line, serving together. People, you know, they've been there cutting pie and, you know, just... You, you sense that anticipation of, hey, this is where our whole church comes together to do something really cool. And I think it is really cool because 
um, we're just right there in that community, in that neighborhood, um, serving people. That's right. Yeah. And meeting them. You know, I like, it's kind of like Worlds Collide. Uh, mm. Have you ever seen that Seinfeld episode? No. no anyway, I haven't. So, all these people that we've ministered to mm. and these deep relations with, with through Northside, you know, homework help or some meals or whatever, plus all of our great friends who are in our broader church fellowship, and we all come together That's on true. this night. That's true. We're serving. No one just stands on one side of the table. We all sit around the table together and visit and talk. And I, I'm sorry that uh, the pandemic's kind of taken that from us. I think we'll be back there next year. But this is what we're doing this year. I have a confession. Yes. Uh, Aaron Burgess, <laughs> if you're listening, I'm going to sell us out. I don't know if I'll get to do it this year, but one of the best parts about being there early is I kind of get to set aside the piece or three of pie that I want for the night. Yeah. And so Aaron and I, sometimes, Aaron didn't always participate, I would put up the best looking piece of pumpkin pie that there was so that I could have it later. Yeah. Sounds kind of selfish. Well, I would like to apologize. Listen, on the Chris air. Wilson is already upset there's no pie. <laughs> but we're having cookies and brownies, right, John? Yeah. Uh, you know, it was interesting. Uh, as soon as we made that announcement, uh, Melinda came to me and she said, you do not know how happy you're going to make my mom because she loves making cookies and brownies. And I think she was one of the first per- persons that called. And she was like, um, oh, yeah, here's what I'm going to do. It's going to be a pumpkin spice with cream cheese icing. I'm going to do a chocolate chip one and then she was also going to do brownies and she said um i really need to know uh right now because i'm 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 going to tear out everything and i'm going to bake cookies oh, all day long i love that i'm really excited <laughs> to try her pumpkin cookies with like cream cheese mm-hmm. shout out to linda montgomery we love you i'm so excited <laughs> it's going to be great i know it. i look forward to it and the food it's delicious comes from greta and she provides a turkey dressing, gravy, mashed potatoes, and we supplement the rest. So it's going to be really good. And we'll have good, healthy servings for everybody. I'm excited that we're doing this because as the pandemic keeps going, I keep getting sad about things I don't get to do. Yeah. But I've got to have the mentality of just because we're not doing it the old way doesn't mean that this way isn't good. But you know, you got to remember, we're going to be delivering meals on Wednesday night to people we did not know or did not know very well before the pandemic. That's true, mm-hmm. because the pandemic has really uh, forced us to, as we have said, cross the bridge. Right, serve um, in a different way. Yeah, and we've had so many people that two, three years ago would tell us to get off their front steps mm-hmm. to this year, they just spilled their heart out on the front porch. Okay, this goes to the heart of what the great Thanksgiving feast is all about. And one thing we want the podcast to be is kind of the backstory on why we do what we do and kind of philosophically what's behind it. Yeah. Because years ago, the church started in um, August 2011. And that fall, there are only probably 30 people in our fellowship. And so we wanted to have a Thanksgiving meal together. And uh, Jackie Donaldson and Joyce Griggs um, and Lonnie, they they worked it out for us to go to American Bank and Trust and have a Thanksgiving meal. A very generous person in our community, not in our fellowship, um, funded that. That's really sweet. And they provided uh, this delicious meal for our our fellowship to enjoy. We had a great time, talked about Thanksgiving, and just enjoyed being together. 
Now, isn't that same meal that they gave you at American Bank Trust, like what we eat on Great Thanksgiving Feast? Sure enough. There yeah. you go. And then the next year, we went back there. Um, we, we paid for it ourselves that year. But something in my spirit said, you know, um, I felt like the Lord said, you know, this isn't, this is great. This is good thing you're doing this. Sure. Um, by that time, we were ministering to Northside, uh, two people through the Northside Community Center okay. um, in and around Brookfield. And I just felt like, ah, I, I was just unsettled in us mm. kind of drawing aside, having this nice meal in a fancy room at a bank, right? Sure. And so um, the Hoffmans were here at the time, and I can remember me and uh, Glenda and Paul and Kristen just kind of brainstorming on what this could be. And that's kind of how we birthed the idea of the great Thanksgiving feast at Northside. And so we would set up, set up the, um, we rented that big tent, that big white tent, and put it out with the pop-up tents. And, and we just invited the whole community to come to the Thanksgiving feast. We served the exact same food. <laughs> Uh, much more of it. Now, before we set up, in before we had Unit 23, how yeah. did we set it up with only Unit 15? Or did we already have 23 by the time we started this? I think we already had 23. Okay. I don't. I don't remember trying to do it all in the small one. Okay. Because I remember the first year we, you know, prepped all of the desserts and all that stuff in Unit 15. And right, carrying them across, and we've the done circle. that from that point on. Yeah, and you know, um, Neil did a great job organizing like the drink tents, and um, Glenda enlisted a, like a jazz trio to play every year, which awesome. is like I <laughs> uh, love that. And we had heaters, we had to rent extra tables and chairs, and, and we had all that stuff set up, and it was just great. People coming in, we'd serve for a certain period of time. People would come by. And it, that, to me, just drove home what we're about. Like I said, it brought together the people in our broader church fellowship with the people who are friends and that we uh, know and love and serve through the Northside Community Center. Well, and, and you know it's meaningful to them because as we've approached this time of year, more people have asked us, mm-hmm. are we going to be able to do that? Oh, like in Brookfield? Yes, yeah, they have asked us, are we are we still doing that, knowing that the pandemic was there? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's been cool that we've been able to pivot a little bit and still do this, keep up our tradition, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> maybe all the elements won't be there of how that we all fellowship as a, as a large body, but, but we're still doing it. And you know, the cool thing about it, kind of going back on that theme of what the pandemic has changed about how we minister... I don't think we necessarily really offered for other people to, hey, come over, get a meal, and take it to someone else. So it's just another way that the Lord has expanded, you know, on something good and to kind of make it bigger for our community. So that's cool. Yeah, and Jonathan, John, I don't think you know this, but a man our fellowship told me yesterday that uh, he's he's getting meals for his neighbors and one of his unchurched neighbors is going to help him deliver meals to their other neighbors. So, yeah, and this is kind of what I was talking about when we talked about the pandemic thing, mm-hmm. is that the, John mentioned it a little bit, this pivot has forced us to do things in a different way mm-hmm. where we've really reached more people than we would have yeah. if not for us Absolutely. having to change things. And, you know, it's also helped us to deepen our relationships with folks, particularly shut-ins, mm-hmm. adult caregivers with young children who can't get out there, mo- there may be mobility issues, or certainly with the pandemic, they got to be careful because of underlying health issues. Mm-hmm. And so the Tuesday after this, next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, 
we plan just to do a little pop-up Thanksgiving service um, hmm. over in Brookfield and bring together uh, people that are there, uh, you know, being careful about it with sure, masks sure. and keeping our distance, but uh, just to give thanks to the Lord and to bring encouragement to people, uh, share the gospel with folks, and it's just a continuation. This is seamless with who we are and what we've been doing the yeah. whole time at Northside. You talked about this. Um, you and I were talking about this this worship service that we're having. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'd be neat if you just kind of told why we're doing it and and what was on your heart when when we kind of brainstormed this up. Yeah, we we've met a lot of people in there who simply can't go to a church fellowship. Some of them struggle to get out of their homes. But they might go nearby, and we know we know a lot of people in there better than they even know their own neighbors. Hmm. And so um, we've talked to the management there, and and they are great, very encouraging um, for us just to use a an empty lot there. We're going to stick up a little pop up tent, just a few chairs, hot cider, maybe some hot cocoa on Tuesday afternoon before the kids are home from school. Yeah, that'd be great. And we'll you know talk about Thanksgiving, read some scripture. Glenda's going to be there with guitar, sing a song, just offer a word of encouragement to people, and then ask people, as we always do, how can we pray for you? Yeah. Yeah, when we're out there Tuesdays and Thursdays, you know, we are constantly sharing the gospel and just being the church, going to the people. And that's, that's, what, right. that's what this is all about. That's right. We carry a prayer journal. Sure. And we write down, because then, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we had someone who had an event happening on a certain day mm-hmm. that they hoped for. Right. That event yeah. didn't happen, but because we had written it down, right. You know, we were able to check in and minister, and that just took us another. We peeled another layer off, yeah. and we were able to get a little bit deeper. You know, we pray with people right there, quote scripture to them, and pray with them, and then I love that we go back to the community center, and um, <laughs> Chloe. Chloe leads us in this prayer time. She writes all the prayer requests on the dry eraser board, right. and yeah. we pray for everybody. That's yeah, great. It's yeah. great. And it's interesting, too, how I, I was surprised at how much of a barrier it is even for people to come up to the community center where you think it's a five-minute walk, ten-minute walk. Mm. But over our time out there this summer, you just realize people don't get out and necessarily know who their neighbor is. So they're not always supports to one another. So I think it's... It's going to be interesting to see if we can't facilitate some more of a of a community yeah. and have that be centered around um, sharing the gospel with folks. You know, Glenn and I, we were talking about that this morning, just praying for folks. And one struggle, not struggle, but one important thing for us to do as a church is not lower the bar of the gospel. I mean, because mm-hmm. there's a cross in the center of it, but to remove hurdles to the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of what we do as an institutional church or just transportation, just people going to a yeah. going to church yeah. is a barrier that we can remove if we are the church going to them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what the Lord's called us to. And so I'm just looking forward to it. I don't know what the is in store, but I know these are opportunities for us to, to loving uh, love people and care for them. As we will tomorrow with the snack wagon and homework help and the laundry. That still goes on. Sure. And that's a beautiful thing of the great Thanksgiving feast. We're out there on Wednesday night. We're having a party. We're having a great time. We're celebrating. And you know what? We're back out there on Thursday helping them with their homework, people doing their laundry, visiting people, checking on people and all that. Yeah, it's going to be great. 
All right, time to wrap it up for this first podcast. Um, this is the day after I recorded the prior part, and I want you to know, Glenda corrected me a little bit last night, that second year at the bank, we kind of outgrew the space. We had people sitting out by the elevators and that kind of thing. And so we were like, we've got to move somewhere else because we don't have room here anymore. And so that's when we started looking for another place to be. And within that, the great Thanksgiving feast at Northside was born. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Just a little clarification. Thank you, Glenda, for keeping it honest. That's right. So, until next time, we're going to have a good time. At the end of the podcast, you'll hear a little um, outro, some acoustic guitar that Glenda whipped up for this podcast. And we're going to play the whole tracks. Hope you enjoy that. We look forward to seeing everybody at the Thanksgiving feast um, this Wednesday night. I hope you have a happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks so much. Bye. You've been listening to a podcast by Covenant Church in Cookville, Tennessee. For more information, please visit www.covenantcookville.org.